At T-Mobile, we believe in putting people first by treating them right. So we've upped the benefits without upping the price. With Magenta Max, you get our best plan for 5G with unlimited premium data that can't slow down based on how much smartphone data you use. Plus, you'll pay zero cost to switch. And bring your phone. We'll pay it off up to 800 bucks. Only at T-Mobile. Capable device required for 5G. Activate up to 4K or video streams at 480p. 40 gigs high-speed tethering. Up to $800 via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Support charges waived. See details at T-Mobile.com. I think, I think, I could be very wrong about that. I'm not going to fact check it. Well, maybe I will. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to WNC Original Music, episode 117, the Chinese Dragon episode. Very happy to have on the podcast this week, Brady Jacquin. Brady is a singer-songwriter, also a filmmaker, and uh, just a very talented all-around artist in the Asheville area. This was recorded at Pillar Rooftop Bar in Asheville, North Carolina. You can find Brady's music at bradyjaquin.com, and also we'll have links to not only that website, but all his music in the episode notes. And also make sure to check out his YouTube page. He's got a lot of really fun stuff there. Uh, He's got a lot of videos. He does reviews of movies. Uh, He does, as I said, uh, independent films. Uh, Just a lot of of really cool stuff there. Now here is Brady Jaquin. Dry and the bridge is burned. 
This river can't be filled up again. Guess I better get working on this bridge. to keep control But I disagree with myself It's a civil war right now I'd love advice but there's none to take I could have you anytime But the question is It's a civil war right now I'd love advice But there's none to take I could keep you anytime I want But the question is Thank you very much. The River is actually a really, really, really old song. I think actually a lot of the uh, the first couple songs I did were pretty old. Um, just because sometimes when I play really long shows, I start pulling from the deep cuts of stuff I've written a while ago. Um, so that song was written when I was, when I was really, really young and kind of dealing with... Um, uh, a situation where I had like these two and, and, and this is, this is always weird for me to talk about songs like this because my, the, the way I write these things is sometimes purposefully like a little ambiguous and not, you know, super upfront. Cause I like, I like having, um, people kind of picking apart, seeing what the pulling themes and pulling things that uh, you maybe, um, are in their life as well. So it was kind of a situation where I was young and I was encountering, uh, these different choices, these two different choice points that I had to kind of choose from. Um, and it was just kind of a situation where it felt like if I went either way, the other one was going to just, instead of choosing something and then going in the right direction, it was like you would choose that thing and then you burnt that other bridge or that, that river was just going to run dry and there was no way you're going to get that back. And it's just kind of a song about feeling like no matter what choice you make, you're screwing somebody over or you're just having a bad time in some way. So that's kind of, where I was at. And I was really young. It's even, it was even kind of hard to, to remember writing that song and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, that's an interesting subject, especially for someone who is that young that you're thinking mm-hmm. about, you know, who you've got a crush on and stuff like that. But dude, I'm ancient. Yeah. I'm ancient. Yeah. I, I, I know I'm young, but like, dude, I feel, I feel so old. And a lot of, a lot of songs I write are kind of about that feeling just cause like, I know I'm young, but sometimes I just like, I don't know, man. I think the internet is a big part of that. Of mm-hmm. like, there's so many like young people now that are just skyrocketed to to fame or to you know these great heights 
that even being like 22 now feels like, oh, why am I not? You know what I mean? There's this whole thing now and you make a lot of young people feel bad and right. feel old because they're not achieving these great heights. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. People don't think about, you know, those are the people that you see versus, you know, because they're, they're very aware and you can be moderately, I don't even moderately, you can have, have the minimal amount of success and it really yeah. seems like a lot, you know, like yeah. people who are um, influencers, you know, yeah, their influence is just that they're on the internet and they're, that's their fame, you know? Yeah. Uh, and Isn't that they, crazy? They wear a coat and show people, but I don't know, right. it, makes, it makes them money. So, uh, yeah. it, it, it does. And, yeah. and it can be a really good thing sometimes. Like, obviously like there's, if people act right and they're a good kind of role model and all these things, like it can be a really good thing, but it's also just, it's inevitable. I mean, if you, if you're young and you look at someone your age, who's a millionaire already and is just like, has millions of like fans and everything, you just, I, I don't know. You really got to be doing what you love for that reason. Otherwise you're not, you're not going to stack up to these people. Like if I, if I wanted money as the main primary reason for music, I would have checked out so long ago because <laughs> right. it's just like, I mean, Justin Bieber was way younger than me when he made way more money than I'll ever, probably ever make. So yeah. it's kind of crazy, but, but I love it. So I'm not gonna, you know, that's the reason you got to stick with that. <laughs>
That song, City Lights, was a another really old song. Um, it was one I, I used to, one of my really big early influences, oddly enough, was John Mayer. Um, even though now I'm super weird and I love like really, really weird and eclectic folk music. But when I was just getting into guitar, I mean, John Mayer, just the way he played and the way he emoted through his guitar really drew me in. So that kind of bluesy acoustic feel. Yeah is the reason that that song kind of came about. Cause I haven't written a lot of songs like that since, um, but I was really young. I was playing that. I mean, back in early, early high school, even mm-hmm. I was playing that song, um, which is why it's pretty simple. And, uh, but yeah, that song and, and thematically it's, it's, it's pretty simple is one of the first songs where I just wanted to capture a mood instead of maybe like going on this whole emotional journey. I just wanted to capture this mood of like, I used to take, eight hour or two day drives with my family to go to New York or go to Florida. And sometimes it'd be really late and we'd be going through the passing through Atlanta, Georgia or something like that. And there's just that feeling of when, when everyone in the car is just tired, the lights are out in the car and then you just go through this city and it's just, there's something about that maybe as a, as a kid, but even now I, I kind of get that where it's just kind of, there's this magic to it probably because you're driving through the city. So you don't have to go through all the the bull crap that comes with maybe living inside of a city, but like there's just something to that mood. And I wanted to kind of grab that and put that in a song. Um, And whether I did or not is, is up to whoever listens to it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that was another really old song, but I I like I like to play it sometimes and people like the kind of the bluesy hop to something like that. So it's, it's a fun track. I like to play. I know that mood you're talking about. I used to, uh, when I, I grew up like on a farm in the country and mm-hmm. there was a town near us. And sometimes like, especially like in the summer, 
on a, like a Tuesday night, you know, you would just get bored and just go and just drive, you know, like you're not like looking to meet other people or something like that. You just go and drive around just to, because it's something to do and because it's yeah. a different feeling. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's just a, and I'm not really a, a big city person per se. I mean, I love things about the city. I don't know. Sometimes I'm in the, I'm in between. Like I, I feel like I'd like to live close enough to a city that yeah. I can go when I want, but also live far enough away that I can be on my own. Um, but yeah, there's something nice about that, about yeah. city, city life like that. You know, it's, it's super loud, but if you're driving through, it's, it's actually really quiet and peaceful and you just get that visual stimulus yeah. of the, of the lights, you know, it's just a show. I love it. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's uh, that's actually f- finally a, a newer song, um, and a lot of these aren't released. They're not they're not out anywhere. I have uh, what is it now? I have like fourteen songs. I have like three EPs and two singles now, um, and no song we've talked about so far I think is is on any of those. Um, but this song, Voyager uh, Part One, is a song that I would love to release on an album that I have been planning for years now um and writing songs too um and it's part one i, I played part two later and, and i'm sure we'll talk about that too um but yeah it's it there's this idea of an album that i've been wanting to do for so long but it's one of those things where i want to kind of wait until i maybe have more people who would listen to it because mm-hmm. it's just so much so much work to to make an album and especially the way i would want to make it would just require you know endless hours and stress and anxiety which is kind of what the song is about actually um it's just it, and the reason it's part one is because i wanted to kind of bookend the album with part one and then part two at the end and part one is kind of about this lack of of faith and just complete anxiety mm-hmm. and just how that disrupts everything um and just the feel, just the feeling of, of bearing everything on your own shoulders and how that is just so overwhelming half the time. Um, and luckily that's part one. So it doesn't have to stay super depressing the right. whole time. Cause it, you know, kind of resolves. Um, but yeah, that's a song that hopefully I will release if I ever, if I put out that album, I'm going to say when I put out that album, um, so that, you know, people will kind of experience it in its whole. Cause I want it to, you know, be a big production with, with drums and, and a whole, you know, soundscape that I'm planning for this album. But yeah, it's, I just want to get some more, get some more support, some more people listening to the music, maybe mm-hmm. on the YouTube, all that kind of stuff. So that, you know, that work feels a little validated at the end of it. <laughs> since yeah. It's so much work. Yeah. You hate to put something out like that and it just kind of go, man, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. A song is one thing. And even that, I mean, is crazy. Like, I, I mean, I stress for months um, but an album would be, you know, 10 or more songs. And that's just, oh, my I mean, I'd, I'm, I'd love it and I'd be happy to do it. But I want 
people to listen to it also. Yeah. Like I want to have people, you know, join in the feeling of it and not just feel like I did all that and then kind of, you know, I don't know. I, I just want right. people to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see a lot of people do that though, where they, um, that like they're, they're very popular, but they'll have something that you see as one of their early works and you can tell they really put a lot of, a lot of work into it mm-hmm. thinking that's going to be the thing that makes me very popular, you know, gets my music yeah. out there, but you really do, you know, you, I guess you don't want to start with your, uh, what's the word? Peace. Magnum opus. Yeah. Magnum opus. Yeah. 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 You don't want to be the first thing you make. It's a lot of, yeah. a lot to live up to after that. And it's kind of, it's kind of a lie that, that is told to us or that we tell ourselves too. And that like, even this, I'm doing it like right now with this album, I feel like I'm waiting to put it out because like part of me thinks like you're never going to be able to make that again. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm very proud of what I've done already with it. And there's always going to be a part of you that's like, I don't think I'll be able to replicate that or what I make will never be that good. Yeah. And that's just such a lie. Cause like every song I write that's new that I get excited about, I'm like, Oh, this is, you know, I'm not gonna be able to do this again. And then I write another song and yeah. end up, you know, so it's such a lie that like that, Oh, I don't want to put this out cause I don't want to do my, my best thing. And then it's never really your best thing though. It's just kind of a journey and it's really weird. I I, I don't know. It's a weird feeling when, when I make stuff that I have to kind of remind myself that, I don't know. I I hope that creativity tank isn't just going to run dry and that's going to be it, you know? Okay. More from Brady Joaquin in just a few moments. I want to remind you to go to bradyjoaquin.com and also check the show notes for like his Spotify and his YouTube channel, which I talked about earlier. Also, I just wanted to note, uh, Brady mentioned that he played a very long show here. I think it was about uh, three hours, uh, maybe more, but around three hour show, uh, just him and his guitar. And it was just great from beginning to end. At the end there, you didn't uh, see him fatigue or anything. You didn't see any. He wasn't putting filler in there. All his, uh, He had a few covers in there. The covers were great. Uh, just a really, really quality show all the way through. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. WNC Original Music. You can also visit wncoriginalmusic.com and look to the right or the top, depending on what you're looking at it from. Uh, And there will be places to subscribe there on all your favorite podcast places. Subscribing is always free. And if I have anything to say about it, it always will be. Also, follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram where you can see extras from the shows. You can see some of the clips from the live shows that uh, we've recorded. Updates on special events, uh, things like that. And of course, more important than anything else, uh, if you listen to a musician on the podcast, make sure to check the show notes or go and search for them on the internet and buy their music, download their music, stream their music. Uh, If they're close to you, go and see them live and uh, maybe just sometime drop them a line and let them know uh, that you like their music, that you just really enjoyed it. And that'll mean a whole lot to them. Sometimes I get emails and messages uh, saying, you know, I like this person. I like their music on the show, but I usually don't pass it on to them because of petty jealousy. Welcome back to the quickest podcast ever brought to you by Kohl's. Today's topic, fall style. Wait, wasn't it just June? Right? So I went to Kohl's. Of course you did. I got a cute Kara Santana for Nine West sweater for 25% off and a great pair of bands. Love bands. And save 25% on a champion hoodie for my husband. Ooh, sounds cozy. You should go. You'll get 15% off or 15, 20, or even 30% off with a Kohl's card. BRB. Select styles. Offers end September 26th. Champion coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. So make sure to, when you can, contact the musician directly, but also listen to and buy their music.
What's up? I'm Ron from Violet Twin, and you're listening to WNC Original Music.
So that is that is another song uh, that I would want to put on that album, which is kind of, and it's kind of a thematic through line in that album of, of kind of, I know it's called chasing wins, but if, to use a worse analogy, like that idea of, of chase kind of chasing your tail about something like you're, mm. you are so focused on, on the shore and getting there that you're just, you're not living in the moment ever. And you're just always trying to, you're trying to compartment compartmentalize and grasp these big ideas and when you can't do that, it really like wigs you out and frustrates you. And I think, and that song is kind of about things that are bigger than, than, than me or than us. And that I've tried to kind of fit into a box mm-hmm. and, and, and so that I can understand them. And then when I can't do that, that's frustrating. And the whole album is kind of about being okay with that and allowing yourself to realize that there's things you can't control mm-hmm. and there's things that you aren't going to understand. And that's kind of, the beauty of it sometimes, even though yeah. someone like me doesn't want to let anything out of my control, I want to understand and grasp everything. Um, so that song's kind of about that, that feeling of just mm-hmm. like, just chasing something that you're not gonna, you're not gonna attain, but trying to be okay with that kind uh-huh. of, and that, that journey, I guess it's, it's, how does that, um, that, that idea of, of, of having things that you can't control and trying to control them, trying to gain control, um, how does that fit in with, uh, with being, a, a, both a musician, a filmmaker, you know, just a general, an, an artist, a creative artist, cause you could have, you could have gone into like medicine or accountancy mm. or, uh, attorney, you know, being an attorney or something right. like that, uh, or, or any, any kind of occupation there where, um, where you had more control, but it's yeah. almost like you intentionally went into something that you you have to have more, you, you get to exert the control versus it being kind of structural. Yeah. That's, you probably nailed why I went into it. I mean, I, and and it fit to answer like how it fits into it really freaking difficultly. Uh (laughs) Like, because it is a thing where, and and I did, I actually, I did a podcast with a few friends a while ago. And I think I said something similar to this where, every time I make something, it's a struggle with that, where it's like, I want to be in perfect control and I want to make, say I'm writing a song or something and I, or I'm, you know, shooting a a film or or music video or something. I want, I have this thing in my head and I want it to be that. And I'm going to exert control over everything to make it that. Mm. And sometimes that can be good. It's obviously good to have a vision. It's good to be, you know, to know what you want, but I've learned from doing this enough that that thing that you're making, whatever it is, is kind of alive in itself. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. It's, it's very strange. Like, I don't know if it sounds kind of hippie ish or anything, but like that thing is, is its own thing. And every time I make something, it always turns out differently than I thought it was going to be. It's still true to what I set out to do, mm-hmm. but sometimes it gets there in a weird way or it becomes something else. And you have to kind of come to terms with that. Like I have to sit there and maybe for a whole week, I think I just suck. And I'm like, this isn't working out. And then I have to come to terms with the idea that like, okay, this, this song or this film or whatever I'm doing, it's not what I thought it was, but it still can be good. And that's a really hard thing to come to terms with. Um, So it can be really good to have that control, but it's really difficult. Like you can tip 
very easily into just manic anxiety because things aren't going your way. Yeah. So you have to you have to hold it, but you can't hold it so tight that you choke the life out of it. You know, it's 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 a really delicate balance that I don't walk very well a lot of the time, <laughs> honestly. But I try. Well, that keeps it from from being boring, you know. Yeah, like, right. like you know, once you like a video game, once you master a video game, you don't want to ever play that again, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and I will. I'm sure I'll never master any of this shit right. ever. <laughs>
Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, so that song actually is released. That's on my first uh, my first EP, uh, the first one I ever put out years ago. Um, that was a song that I wrote based is one of the first songs I ever wrote that was kind of based on something outside of myself in terms of it's based on a an old oh man it's been so long I don't want to I want to misrepresent what it actually is now i'm trying to remember i think it's a an an apache folk tale um i believe and i based the song loosely on what happens in that folk tale of the same name the fox and the kingfisher Mm -hmm. because it had these very interesting themes of of desire and control and letting go and, and coming up short and all those things um that were, it was so alien because I didn't, you know, obviously I wasn't part of that culture or anything, but at the same time it applied so personally to me that I felt like it was okay to actually reference it, you know, by name and by what's in the lyrics Mm. and in the themes of the song. Um, so yeah, that was one, one of the first songs I've done a lot since then that was actually based on a folk tale that I didn't write. And then I kind of brought in influences from that folk tale and added my own, you know, different wordings and themes and, you know, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um, which is why it's weird and, and sounds (laughs) like I'm, you know, reading some, some story from, Uh, from somewhere, but hopefully people latch on to kind of what the song is about. And I've always liked the, the finger picking pattern in that song too, even though it's, even though it's really old and I don't know, it's, it's weird to think of songs I wrote so long ago, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what was in my head writing that song at the time. And what is a Kingfisher? It's like a, (laughs) I think in the story, I can't remember what this is exactly. Cause it was like, oh man, it, it, the story is about a a fox that goes along and, oh man, this has been so long (laughs) and just, it meets different, different characters. One was, I feel like one was a a bear or something and one was a uh, kingfisher and i'm not sure if that's and that is just that big like uh 
it is i'm pretty sure it is a, it is a fish but okay. it's like one of those giant like carp types or something that can come up and i think i think i could be okay. very wrong about that i'm not gonna um, check it well maybe we'll right <laughs> but uh but yeah and, and just learns things from each of those things um so he meets other characters too but the kingfisher mm-hmm. is in the title so i just took the title straight from it i felt like that was the best way to do it but oh. yeah you i could be very wrong about that right. but who knows <laughs> I will say, that'll be the um contest for the next podcast it'll be like yeah you, you have to Great. say you have to tell the meaning of words in um yeah five of these songs here good luck with that yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's part one with Brady Jaquin. I want to thank him for being on. Just a real pleasure to see him live and talk to him. Really interesting and fun guy. Again, check those uh, show notes for links to his music and to his YouTube channel. Uh, and check uh, bradyjaquin.com for all of that. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And see live music whenever you can. It's starting back up. See it safely. Uh, but do go and see it as you're able. I got my second shot this week, and uh, they kind of looked at me before I left and said, you know what, maybe you need to come back for a third. I, don't, I didn't take it personally, but um, I don't know what to think about that. For the closing song this week, here's a track from Girl in the Garden. She is an up-and-coming singer-songwriter from Boise, Idaho, my hometown. You can find her at girlinthegarden.com. Have a good week.
I felt like I dealt with it well, given the circumstances. <laughs> Maybe. I guess the best way to deal with it would have been to not hit it at all, but... With MailChimp, you get a whole lot more than a URL. You get an all-in-one marketing platform to help drive sales. That means you can connect your data to make more informed, smarter decisions. And you get powerful automation tools like our customer journey builder to ensure you never miss an opportunity to turn shoppers into loyal customers. So if you're ready to integrate your marketing and boost sales, get started today at MailChimp.com slash smart marketing. MailChimp, built for growing businesses. We did it again. Verizon was just named America's most reliable network by Root Metrics for the 16th time in a row, proving once again that nobody builds networks like Verizon builds networks. That's why we're building 5G right. That's why there's only one best network, Verizon. Best and most reliable based on Root Metrics reports from second half 2013 to first half 2021 of three operators on all network types combined, not specific to 5G networks.